Storms make trees take a deeper root. Sometimes parents kill more dreams than anybody. Kids nowadays need restorative justice and discipline. It's not what happens to you. It's how you handle it. State your case. It's going to be a showdown. Don't be a quitter. Do leaps and bounds. Don't be atrocious. Be ferocious. Be unapologetic. Unapologetic. Welcome to Unapologetic. Season 2, Episode 9, Can Prison Be Reformed? I know y'all been missing me out there. And trust and believe, I've been missing y'all too. But, ironically enough, I've actually been living in a prison of my own. One that is just like the real place in the sense of inevitability. My life has been filled with a whirlwind of negativity, bad habits, and lonely nights. It's been difficult to escape, but actually, without this episode, I would have never been able to make it through. Thinking about all my loved ones who've fallen victim to those cold cells and courtrooms forced me to be grateful and pick my head back up once again. I'm in a new place, a new space, and I'm ready to continue my fight for freedom and live unapologetically. So, now that we got all the mushy shit out the way, let's get to the real shit. Prison reform has been a hot topic for a long time especially with celebrities using their status to become allies for people on their fights to freedom. The phrase, you do the crime, you do the time, has been used at an excessive rate against minority people, and it has left the world and myself wondering, is prison even being utilized for its true purpose? Which is to punish wrongdoers and rid society of their risky behavior? Or is this a system of lock them up and throw away the key? The question seems almost obvious. But the game ain't fair. Our freedom is at stake every day. One false move and it's game over. Protect and serve yourself and your loved ones first. Because the government is not giving out a lot of second chances. The word reform means to make changes in order to improve. Which the orange president vowed to improve by signing a bill that is supposed to help aid prisoners in the federal prison system. This bill is called the First Step Act. This bill addresses prisoner retention rates and programs that will assist their growth and development. It also offers incentives for the qualifying applicants, like more phone time, the option of transferring to a prison closer to the inmate's family, increased spending limits and offerings, and even time credits in exchange for their participation in these programs. When this bill was being introduced, the powers that be were attempting to fix another long-lasting problem, which deals with good conduct, time credit. Before, the expectation was for an inmate to serve a full year before being credited for 54 days of good conduct time. But now they are calling for each inmate to be eligible for 54 days of good conduct time for each year that they've been sentenced. In addition to all those other sweet deals previously mentioned, in addition to all these sweet deals previously mentioned, this bill also holds the Bureau of Prisons responsible for supplying women with sanitary napkins and tampons at no cost, 
assistance in obtaining identification cards and or documents for the inmates, and introduces new mentorship programs between inmates and members of the community. On paper, all this shit sounds amazing, but the fool shit is only hidden. The first issue is the stipulation against those who are and are not eligible for these perks, which are inmates who are serving time for murder, fraud, possession of a firearm by a three or more time felon, robberies, manufacturing slash distributing a controlled substance that resulted in death, and all undocumented citizens. The next list of issues includes the fact that this bill has not been passed by all the necessary parties, i.e. the Senate. The target group for these incentives are only federal prisoners, which leaves about 64% of other unaccounted for prisoners shit out of luck. And the budget for this bill has also not been approved, and they've issued a recall on the laws against shackling pregnant prisoners. This implementation is required to be implemented only at the discretion of the correctional staff, no matter how far along the woman is in her pregnancy. And this bill, if passed, will only offer transfers to neighboring facilities in relation to the inmates' attendance to these programs and not medical health needs. This bill also does not offer any help with post-release opportunities, and these programs will only be accessible to inmates who are within two years of their release. I know some of y'all are probably thinking, this is one of those, the good outweighs the bad situations, but it ain't. If all inmates are not offered second chances, wouldn't this disrupt the order of morale amongst prisoners? Wouldn't this cause more chaos internally and externally for these people? I'm not saying motherfuckers should be in there singing kumbaya and making s'mores and shit, but I definitely believe that in order for this system to be truly effective, examples have to be made and all sides have to be examined. In my opinion, the list of ineligible parties is the list of prisoners who are in dire need of these options the most. They will have the biggest difficulty getting out and getting back on their feet, and therefore will land them right back in prison. Plus, this shit with shackling pregnant women is OC as hell. What kind of shit can a pregnant woman do that'll totally disarm a corrections officer? Shackling her is unhealthy for the inmate and her unborn child and is not called for at all. In order to reform these people, it shouldn't be an invite-only party. There are a shit ton of issues with the prison system that go beyond the needs of the prisoners. What about implementing a more in-depth hiring process for prison staff? Making sure y'all not hiring people with social, mental, and criminal issues to rule over people that are essentially just like them. What about the prison reform we've seen overseas? Where instead of a big gray building surrounded by barbed wire and little to no sunlight, there are centers full of dedicated staff who understand the need for a positive environment in order to restore and reform a person into a productive member of society. The biggest criminals ain't out here on corners with their pants below their ass. They out here in suits and ties, guns and badges, and are in control of a majority of the world's decisions. I'm just not here for it. The question is not, can prison be reformed? The real question is, do they want prisons to be reformed? Are motherfuckers truly committed to helping these people turn their lives around? Or are they just in it for the check and the ego strokes? I ain't sure, y'all, but the proof is in the pudding. They are not here to save us. 
they're not here to help us. Getting trapped in this system is the first step in governing over our lives forever. From then on, we are just another number, just another statistic. And although it ain't a lot, and it ain't ever manifested into what they really owe us, this little freedom is all we got. We can't do nothing behind those cell walls. That time that's being wasted is detrimental, not only for the inmates, but for the loved ones on the outside who are doing this time with them. The resentment towards the police grows, and the respect for authority disintegrates, and the cycle continues. I don't think the powers that be have any idea what the word reform truly means. Because if they did, it would take more than Kim K and Jay-Z for people to become free. This shit is not in our favor. The only way out is out the fucking way. Be smart, be cautious, and be aware. Because every cause has an effect, and some can be lifelong. I would like to dedicate this episode to my big brother who's currently serving time in Nevada. Watching you on your continuous fight for freedom and sanity has been insightful and heartbreaking at the same time. I hate that you're away. Me and the rest of the family would damn sure love for you to be here, especially your children. But being that this fight is lifelong, we are here. We are present, and we will continue to do this time with you. Love you, boo. I also want to dedicate this episode to all victims of the system, past, present, or future. In the words of Killer Cam, this shit is not scheduled for us, B. It's gonna take a lot of hard work to maintain this little ass freedom that they giving us, but it's all we got. Don't lose your shit over a temporary dollar. Don't lose your shit over no childhood trauma. Get your shit together now and manifest the life of your dreams. You can do it. It is possible. The final episode of this season, Religion versus Spirituality, will debut next Sunday. That's next Sunday, May 19th at 10 a.m. Same time, same place. I'm going to save majority of my crybaby ass speeches for that episode. But before I go, I just want to say thank y'all for continuing to rock with me. It ain't been easy, and y'all been down with a nigga from the start. Bigger and better shit is coming soon, y'all. I promise. I am your host, Juicy J, and you already know what the fuck going on.